0: Hey, welcome back to episode three of Chantel's It. Don't forget to follow me on social media. I'm at Chantel's it on Instagram and Facebook, as well as uh, my website is Chantelzit.com. If you like this podcast, don't forget to like me on whatever platform you follow me on. All right, so I like to always start my podcast off with a motivational quote. So today's quote is, When nobody else celebrates you, learn to celebrate yourself. When nobody else compliments you, then compliment yourself. It's not up to other people to keep you encouraged. It's up to you. Encouragement should come from the inside. I really like this quote because... There's a lot of negative people in this world, and I feel like you always have to be your own advocate. You always have to encourage yourself. You always have to push yourself forward. If you're always going to rely on other people to give you the encouragement and tell you what to do and to make you feel good about yourself, you probably will be disappointed in life. And I'm not saying that there aren't good people out there who can do that. What I'm saying is you shouldn't have to always focus on what other people have to say about you you to make you get to the next level in life that's your job. So today I'm going to challenge you all to be your own advocate. Next time you feel bad about yourself, look at yourself and say, you know what, I'm not that bad. Or next time you look in the mirror and you say, you know what, I'm a little bit overweight. I feel sad about myself. Just say, you know what, but I'm healthy. I'm whole. I am living. I am prosperous. (laughs) You know, just focus on yourself and be your own advocate. Don't let negative self-talk interfere with where you're going in life where you need to be you know you might have applied to 50 jobs this week and heard nothing back but guess what focus on yourself and focus on your goals and just say you know what I'm gonna apply to 50 more jobs and hey I might have applied to hundred jobs but guess what I know that I'm gonna hear back from at least one of them and that might be the opportunity of a lifetime stay optimistic about yourself your dreams and your goals and be your own advocate So this week we're going to have two challenges. I read online the other day that Pink, the singer, she wants to challenge everybody to go one day without criticizing someone. And you might think that's super easy, oh yeah, I can do it, but it's really harder than I think you might think criticizing people it just i feel like it just comes naturally to a lot of us instead of saying something positive it's always our kind of snapback reaction to say something negative uh, or just to critique somebody on, you know, how they look or whatever, you know, somebody might be feeling confident and in your mind, you're like, well, their shirt is wrinkled. (laughs) And to me, that's criticism. And not everybody needs to hear that criticism every day. And if you just pay attention to the things that you say in your mind, when you see people or when you read things or things that you type online, if you start paying attention to those kind of things, you really realize how much you do criticize other people. So the next time you are tempted, to criticize someone say something nice instead like if you see somebody like perfect example at your office they look good but their shirt is wrinkled compliment the color of their shirt maybe say you know what that shirt even though it's wrinkled you don't have to say even though it's wrinkled but you know that shirt really brings out their complexion or really compliments their hairstyle or really compliments their eye color or don't even focus on the shirt say you know i really like that skirt i really like those pair of shoes Next time you're tempted to say something negative, turn it into a positive. So this is a challenge for me and Pink. As you know, celebrities get criticized all the time. And I can only imagine how it's like to just kind of open your social media. And for every five positive comments you have, you have 20 negative comments waiting in your uh, comment section every day. And you know, Pink has gotten to the point where she's actually turned off the commenting section. And I don't blame her because even though we think celebrities are these strong people, they're people too. And when we sit and criticize them and constantly say something negative to them, I'm pretty sure that affects them in a bad way. And I feel like Honestly, that's probably why celebrities have a lot of mental health issues because just a perfect example, Wale, he's a rapper and he said record deals should come with a therapist because a lot of people, they're not ready for that fame. They're not ready for that recognition. And they're also not ready for the criticism. It takes a lot to process that. And if you're a regular person and then all of a sudden you get pushed to the forefront, you really start to feel what it's like to have lots of criticism. So anyway, I'm not going to pretend like I know what it's like to be a celebrity because I've never been one. Hopefully my podcast will get me there to celebrity status, (laughs) but I can only imagine what it's like to have people constantly criticizing your craft, your acting skills, your singing skills, your music choice, your lyrics, or your work. I mean, even at work in everyday setting, I can't even imagine what it's like to have a boss that always criticizes you and always says, even though you might think you did a great job, they always find that one negative of thing to dig into you about and say, oh, well, you know, you did this project flawlessly, but I think that you should have done XYZ better. And that's just kind of like the little jab that kind of kills your whole day. So imagine getting 20, 30, thousands of those jabs every day. Like Pink said, I'm challenging you to go one day without criticizing somebody. Turn those criticisms into positive comments, feedback. If you don't necessarily agree with somebody, just say, hey, I like that that shirt, even though they might be talking about eating, I don't know, a big burger and you're a vegetarian. (laughs) So just just find that one little piece of, of positivity in whatever the person is talking about or whatever they're posting about or whatever they're doing. All right, so I think I'm gonna make episode three my skincare episode. I have a lot of topics that I wanna talk about when it comes to skincare. So one of the things that I wanted to focus on today was microblading, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I have had microblading done for my eyebrows. I literally had no eyebrows. I, I mean, okay, I had eyebrows, but they're very thin, they're very light, and pretty much non-existent. Microblading is the new trend. I decided to try it out. So this is my feedback on microblading. I actually liked it. I love the shape that it gave me. I felt that now I actually have eyebrows. If you go to a really good microblader, they make it look really natural. So majority of my eyebrows pretty thin, but they definitely gave it a lot of shape. I think it looks really good. So I'm just gonna go into my microblading experience other than it gives giving me shape. So they look great, but what you see for the first month isn't what's gonna stay basically microblading is like a tattoo but they don't go as deep in the skin they kind of use a blade instead of you know a tattoo uses like a needle that goes through deeper levels of the skin it fades the pigment doesn't stay as long it usually heals about 10 days you're probably going to notice that the pigment that was originally put on your eyebrows is not going to be like the full pigment and then that's kind of when you're really going to see what the final results are going to be so you're going to need to still fill in your eyebrows don't think that you're just going to get one session and your eyebrows are going to be perfect for life that's definitely not how it works it's also not a one and done type deal you have to get touch-ups I recommend that you get your sessions done in the winter or the cooler months. I have really oily skin. And of course, I've read that microblading doesn't stay as well on oily skin that it might do on normal to dry skin. So my skin's the oiliest in the summer. I recommend you getting it done. In, and plus you're outside in the sun and you're at the beach, you're at the pool, it's hot, you're sweating. Uh, so I definitely recommend waiting until about like September, October to get them done. You have to, I think for the first time you get them done, I think six to eight weeks later, you need to get another touch-up. So you have to pay an initial fee to get them done. And then you have to pay touch-ups throughout the life of the eyebrows. Also, I was reading that they last uh, one to two years. Um, I haven't gotten a touch-up in about two years. I was unable to get touch-ups because I was pregnant and then I was breastfeeding. So they don't do touch-ups for individuals who are, you know, in that state. So my eyebrows literally have turned pink (laughs) So I have been filling in my eyebrows every day. It's been horrible. I'm not a makeup person, but I have to, I can't even leave the house now without my uh, eyebrow pencil. I have to have one with me at all times because I'm always afraid of like walking around with pink eyebrows. I've left the house with pink eyebrows and people literally stare at me and they look at me like I'm crazy. My daughter, she's a teenager and she makes fun of me. She's like, oh mom, look at your pink eyebrows. So I'm kind of really self-conscious about them. When I'm around the house, I don't really care as much. But when I go out in public, I'm just like, oh my God, I need my eyebrow pencil. So you definitely have to get touch-ups. I'm getting my touch-up in the next three or four weeks. I'm super excited about that. And the place that I go to, they're actually really great about uh, being able to touch up the pink in my eyebrow because this is not the first time that it's done that. um, And I've gotten it touched up and you couldn't even tell. But again, I have to get constant touch-ups because they've turned pink which means I'm probably there every three to six months. The place that I go is about, it's pretty expensive. It's about 275 to 475, depending on how long you go. And that's what you have to pay (laughs) constantly. So keep that in mind, if you have a tight budget, Also, you have to be careful what products you use. There are certain products that will fade the pigmentation. So I think vitamin C is one of them. Retinol is one of them. You have to be really conscious of what you use on your face, especially around your forehead. My skin's aging, so I am... Always using products <laughs> to kind of uh, reverse the aging process, which includes vitamin C serums and retin A and things like retinol. I'm sorry, and things like that. So you just have to be really careful what you put. Of course, there's always new developments. Microblading is a fairly new uh, technique. So I first started getting my eyebrows microbladed. I want to say in 2016. It's 2019, and they the industry has grown a lot. They've learned a lot. The type of pigments they use have changed, or the the ink that they use have changed. Now they're saying that you can use those products. You just have to put Vaseline on your eyebrows when you do use them. I don't know. I'm gonna say what I was told when I first got it done. Now they're saying you can use those products. You just can't. Definitely don't put them on your eyebrows and use Vaseline, but that's up to your discretion. I think they're great for younger folks. The reason why I say they're great for younger folks because I feel like when you're younger, you're not using as many products on your face. They probably last a little bit longer. I mean, I I feel like when you're in your early 20s, all you're doing is like washing your face and maybe putting like a moisturizer on there. I think the older you get, you just have to be more conscious of like the products that you're putting on your face because you don't want to fade your eyebrows, but then you also want to pause or delay the aging process. (laughs) So it's kind of like a catch 22 when you get them and you're older. Uh, also you have to wear sunscreen every day no you don't want them to fade of course with any ink the sun will fade them especially if you're one of those kind of people who bakes your skin in the summer you're laying out you're going to the tanning beds you absolutely have to put sunscreen on them and you have to cover your face when you're going outside because if you don't it will cause uh premature uh fading and discoloration so Honestly, okay, this is my summary on this. Honestly, it's an expensive tattoo that you have to pay to maintain frequently. Yes, tattoos are great, but I can't even imagine having to go get my tattoo touched up at least once a year, every year for the rest of my life if I wanted it to maintain color. They look great, I will say that but it's a commitment. So if you're gonna get microblading, don't think it's one and done. You are gonna have to go back and get multiple touch-ups. You will have to maintain your brows. Apparently they're supposed to fade after I think one to two years. Mine have not faded yet. They The color has just faded, but I still have the shape of my eyebrow there. So. That's gonna be my summary. I'm not saying yay, I'm not saying nay. I'm saying do what's best for your lifestyle. I definitely like the shape of eyebrow that I've gotten. On the other hand, I am not thrilled with the constant maintenance cost. So take it as you want it. If you still wanna go get it, I say go for it. I think they look amazing, but just keep in mind that there is going to be a constant cost associated with having them. All right, so now I'm going to kind of segue over into uh, my skincare routine because I was talking about skincare earlier and how I love to... Put a lot of effort into my skin care. So I'm just going to start off by saying that I am a Sephora addict. I love going to Sephora. I love just walking around the store. I love looking at the different products and just asking about them. What's crazy is that I don't really gravitate towards the makeup side. I really gravitate more towards the skincare side. I'll just kind of talk a little bit about my, oh, well let me just give a little disclosure. I am no way any trained um, skin care professional. I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not a dermatologist. I'm not an esthetician. I didn't study skin at all. This is just my views from things that I've experienced, things that I've learned and things that I've used. So now that I said that, okay. So one of the things that I want to stress is water, water, water. You have to drink lots of water if you want nice skin. If you're the kind of person who drinks like sodas and juice and all that other kind of stuff it first of all sugar has like a really bad effect on your skin um, it causes premature aging and not only that it causes a lot of other health issues as well if you have a diet high in sugar and it also causes you to gain weight <laughs> google it i'm telling you i just read an article not too long ago that says that there's no um proves that fat makes you gain weight but there are study lots of studies that prove that sugar makes you gain weight so that's my main suggestion you have to drink water it's recommended that that you drink eight glasses a day. Updated recommendations say that you should drink half your body weight in ounces of water. So if you weigh 150 pounds, you should be drinking 75 ounces of water a day. I say if you could at least get in 60 ounces, that's great. Hey, strive for 60, but if you could do half your body weight in water, I definitely recommend that. I really don't drink a lot of sugary drinks. I drink juice and soda like rarely, but honestly, I really just try to stick with water. I do sparkling water, flavor water. I mean, I know water can get boring. cause it has no flavor, but I try to find like little ways to spice it up. And when I say flavored water, I mean like the, I think there's a brand it's called Hint. So it has like a hint of flavor, but there's no sugar added. Um, also, I drink a lot of tea. Uh, so green tea is one of my favorite things to drink. Uh, usually in the morning, instead of coffee, I'll have a tea. One of my favorite teas is positive energy tea by Yogi. So anyway, I kind of went off on a tangent on water, but I can't stress the importance of water. So outside of that, let's see, I use an eye cream, eye cream, eye cream, eye cream. I'm not going to recommend a particular kind of eye cream because that's really going to depend on, you know, if your skin is more delicate, if it's more aged, if it's drier under your eye. And I would say invest in a quality eye care cream invest in something that's, you know, anti-aging, moisturizing and things like that. Uh, a vitamin C serum. So I have started using vitamin C serums. Um, I started years ago and I definitely noticed a difference in my skin. Vitamin C serums are supposed to brighten, tighten, and soften the skin. But I definitely recommend a vitamin C serum. I know there's certain parts of my face that scar uh, if I get a pimple or something like that. And I've noticed that if I use the vitamin C serum after I get a pimple scar, I've noticed it fades a lot quicker. So definitely, a good non-stripping face wash is important again I'm not going to recommend a particular brand because I don't know your skin type but uh, definitely don't get something that just like rips the moisture out of your skin you want it to cleanse your skin but not leave it like so dry where your skin's like hurting I have oily skin in the summer and kind of like normal oily in the winter so I actually have to switch my face washes in the summer versus like the cooler months last but not least definitely 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 anybody will tell you this Sunscreen is so important, especially with the depletion of the ozone layer, the UV rays are higher. As we all know, UV rays cause premature aging, sunspots on your skin. You know, there's so many things how the sun affects your skin. I'm in the car for almost two hours every day. So that's two hours of sun exposure that my face is getting and it's not being protected from the sun. So I definitely recommend you getting a daily moisture with sunscreen in it. Also, you're the kind of person And who's outside quite frequently, like maybe you work outside or something like that, it is recommended that you reapply sunscreen. I think after, I want to say a couple of hours, don't quote me on that, but definitely reapply uh, your sunscreen. Just one other thing. I just want to say change your diet. If you eat a a diet that's high in junk food, high in sugar, high in fats, you know, that's definitely going to reflect in your skin as well. Try to incorporate more fruits and vegetables in your diet. Even if it's just making a smoothie at home or something like that, That's uh, how I feel about uh, skincare. I put a lot of effort into my skincare and I definitely think the older you get, the more effort you should put into your skincare. And then also I definitely recommend preventative skincare. So don't wait until you start getting wrinkles and lines and crow's feet to start using better skincare. All right. I'm pretty sure if you've opened social media, you've turned on the news, you've heard about this damn Popeye's chicken sandwich. I have not tried it because I'm kind of on my vegetarian uh, mission right now, but I just think it's so crazy how everybody is talking about this damn chicken sandwich. Officially, they have announced that they are sold out for now. So if you're trying to get the chicken sandwich at Popeye's, it's not available. (laughs) I want to know how it is. I want to know what you feel and if you like the sandwich and what you got. All right, so one last thing. Power is back on, and everybody is talking about it. It's been the big buzz with a change theme song. Uh, Joe was the original recorder of this theme song, and now... um, Trey Songs has re-recorded the song and the internet is on fire. Everybody hates the new theme song. Uh, so I think 50 Cent has an- announced that he will be bringing back the original theme song. <laughs> honestly, uh, 50 Cent is like the biggest internet troll. And I honestly think that he did this as an experiment to see how people would react to the change. Even if he didn't do it that way, it clearly worked. People were not having it. They're reinstating the old theme song. I actually like the old theme song. (laughs) But I'm definitely looking forward to Power. The first episode had a lot of um, surprises. Uh, If you haven't watched it, I'm just going to spoil it for you. Angie is dead as of season six, episode one. I was under the impression that she was not going to die. I feel like last season when the season ended and she got shot, I actually think the producers came out or the writers or something came out and said that Angie wasn't going to die. But in the first episode of season six, she's dead. I don't know. I mean, is she going to come back? Was it all a dream? I don't know. I mean, we'll find out. Uh, that's just my little theory. I personally think that she died. I don't think she will come back. I think she'll make appearances is in season six but i don't think that she's actually going to be living i don't know i i I really don't know what do you think Well, I'm getting ready to wrap up. Uh, Last week, I was a guest host on the Wine Bottles and Washcloths podcast. I actually had a great time. If you need a great laugh, I definitely think you should listen. It's episode 10. It's called Cross Pollination. (laughs) So if you get a chance, tune into that. So for episode four, I am expecting to have a special guest star. She is an entrepreneur. She has her own styling, company and I've kind of known her since she was a little kid (laughs) so it's awesome to see how much she's grown and matured and how she's doing her own thing and that concludes my show thank you for listening to episode 3 I hope you like what you're listening to definitely feel free to follow me I'm on Facebook I'm on Instagram at Chantelzit and if you like my podcast please subscribe to my podcast I'm now on all major outlets I am on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, along with some other smaller ones. I have not branched out to iHeartRadio yet, but I'm thinking about it. But right now I'm on all the major ones. So anyway, please feel free to subscribe to my podcast, recommend my podcast to a couple of friends, and I look forward to posting another episode next week. Thanks. Have a good week.